Don't practice until you get it right. Practice until you can't get it wrong. In this episode, I discuss the parallels between learning, training, and applying military and fitness skills. If you want to perform your best during real-world operations or game day, you need to put the sweat equity both in the classroom and during practice as well. As the five-time CrossFit Games champion Matt Fraser says, hard work pays off. Here we go. This is Constant Elevation, the show for rising Air Force and community leaders who seek to define the future. Learn powerful work and life tactics to tackle any challenge. I'm your host, Gabriel Gabrock Avila. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Gabrock back on the mic once again. Constant Elevation. Hope you guys are doing well in this April. Um, I just uh, finished uh, taking my first test from my uh, from um, JCWS, and so fairly confident I passed. You only need an 80 to pass. I mean, it was like a bunch of multiple choice questions. One of them, actually, I missed one of the multiple choice questions, which pissed me off because I already had the notes and I knew exactly this is the one that I should have picked, but then I, I defaulted like, well, my study guide told me this and I should have picked the one I, my gut went with. And then I'm waiting for the final grading for the um, open question uh, or whatever you want to call it, the uh, um, question where you get to provide a, a, a bigger written answer. There's a better word for that. I'm blanking out right now, but <laughs> it's uh, I'm fairly confident I passed. So we're already already on to the next one, and then we start a brand new block uh, tomorrow. So we're gonna see how that goes. But since I've been doing this in this uh, education mode and training mode, I started to think about like kind of like the not the spectrum, but it's more like the cycle of learning skills. And so that's what I want to talk about this week, and, and because. Um, my, my first gut reaction was thinking about, well, I'm in school now. So the, the PME thing kind of, they go through every, you know, for those who don't know, um, uh, in the air force at every, uh, given kind of rank, there are certain kind of schools that it's education things that they give you. You get to go back to like, uh, basic military training to your boot camp. I went to ROTC even before that. And so I'm learning some general skill sets to be a cadet or an air force officer, went to field training, then eventually went to, I went to Aaron base. Airman, Airman Basics, I forget what it was called, ABC, Airman's Basics course, whatever it is. It was like a school for lieutenants. They since have done away with that school. Then I went to SOS as a captain, and then I went to uh, a couple cyber cyber schools in between there, cyber 100, 200, 300. I went to my uh, uh, basic uh, BCOT, so basic communications officer training. Then I went to squadron officer schools. So I was a captain, and then that's when I think I went to like cyber 200 after that. And then I went to... Um, uh, the Marine Corps Command Staff College, and so went to that as a major. And then after that, I went to Cyber 300. And then um, after that, I completed Air War College by correspondence. And then now I'm in uh, JCWS uh, virtually. So lots of education, lots of skill sets, lots of training, um, and they kind of go through those different kind of phases. And what I want to talk about this week is the relationship between training and then exercising. And so um, since I thought about exercising, my first thing was I started thinking about uh, working out and fitness. And so I want to start the conversation off by first going over some of the things um, when over at Revival Fitness, I actually teach a CrossFit 101 class. And I just take some of the material we learn from the level one seminar and uh, reiterated that to the to, to newer athletes who may not know some of the methodology behind CrossFit, but there's some reasonings and some important foundational piece of information um, that we cover. And I try and share that with the athletes. And so the first part I want to talk about is the 
um, GPP, so general physical preparedness. So CrossFit um, uh, adopts that and has like 10, there's 10 GPP elements. I'm going to go over them a little bit, but they really fall into two kind of categories. They fall into training and practice. And so when you're developing your fitness skills, you have to have a deliberate approach to what are you doing today? Is it for training or is it for practice? And here's the, here's the difference between the two. So training, as far as training is going to be activity that produces measurable change. Okay. And so the GPP elements that go along with that would be cardio, stamina, strength, power, and speed. So it kind of makes sense, right? As far as the, um, it produces change. So the more you do pushups, the, the actual stronger you're going to be able to do pushups and chest exercise and that kind of stuff. The, lo the more you work at your running, you'll be able to run faster. If you do sprint drills, you do hill, hill climbs or something like that. Those are all things that you can actually see the physical change, uh, measurable change in your performance, as well as your physical change, right? You're gonna end up getting slimmer, more strong, depending on what you're trying to do. You're trying to target certain things um, in order to you know, get a bigger back or you know, stronger legs. You're gonna physically change and that's what training does, produces measurable change. Then there's going to be practice. So practice is where you improve your nervous system performance. Okay. And those five elements of GPP include it's, it's shared. So power and speed are shared between fit training and practice. But so power and speed are here again, but this one also includes coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Okay. And so those are uh, the ones that are underneath practice. And so what that means is it's improving as in, you can actually perform the job, the, 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 the physical um, uh, feat better, right? And so it's the whole thing of if I practice doing these more often. So in other words, um, am I doing different kind of um, uh, strength trainings, but I'm using them in different modalities, right? And so if I'm going to be able to do a pull-up, okay, I can do a pull-up and then I can do a ring dip. If I can improve, I can do those two separate movements with more practice and be able to understand how to chain them together, I can then do a muscle up, right? Same thing theoretically. <laughs> I know a lot of people out there, uh, including myself, can't do them very well as far as I can do a pull up and I can do a ring dip, but it's very difficult to do a muscle up. But those are kind of things of like, just because you're strong doesn't mean you have the coordination in order to actually perform a certain physical movement. And so you have to get practice and you have to understand the fundamentals. What are the basic foundations of that movement? And then how do you perform that thing together? Right. And so you have to have deliberate practice of that, you know, uh, practicing double unders. You have to have that physical just kind of you can't get better at double unders if you don't practice doing double unders. And so that doesn't necessarily have a physical. It's way more of a. To me, it's a, um, a, a, a mental kind of movement to where like I just have to coordinate myself better because you can't like muscle through. You can't. I've seen people try to muscle through and go really hard at, at, a, at a double under, but it's really unnecessary. You just got to get your coordination and timing correctly. So again, training and practice. Those are two different, you know, uh, complementary things that we have to do if you want to have a good uh, physical fitness regime, right? So training, making sure they have consistency. This is really the benefit of strength cycles as far as, hey, so we're going to deliberately make sure that we're going to um, uh, have a, uh, a squat cycle over the next like eight weeks, right? You have a deliberate training regime in order to make and get yourself physical, physically changed, physically stronger or being able to do something faster. And then practice is where you get the, that's the benefit of doing CrossFit is you get practice at a bunch of stuff, right? And so the combination of movements, the combination of pushing, pulling, cardio, strength, all those kind of things are 
how when you combine them together, that's where you get to see, wow, you are really good at everything, right? You, CrossFit is built to eliminate your, your physical weaknesses. And so it's just a thing of you become a jack of all trades because you get really good at a bunch of different, um, you know, uh, weightlifting, monostructural movement, as well as uh, body control movements. So training and practice is what's going to be key when you're learning skill sets and a, a good, uh, why a really good, well-rounded program like CrossFit ends up becoming uh, the fitness skill regime of choice. Hey, what is up, Constant Elevation audience? Just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Operation Elevate, an educational lifestyle project to empower women to present themselves with confidence, credibility, and class. Operation Elevate is hosted by Nick DeSoto of Nick DeHa Cafe, a military spouses community designed for driven individuals who want to continue developing their own personal and professional path while navigating the military lifestyle, as well as Ann Morrissey of Morrissey Style, who teaches you that confidence is closer than you think. Operation Elevate will offer workshops that give women an opportunity to learn skills that are rarely taught, but that they are expected to know. They'll cover skills that will impact the way that they are perceived, thus giving them much greater control over their future success. Operation Elevate will take place on the 8th of May, Mother's Day weekend, so make finding a gift for that special mother in your life easy and register for this event. You can register for Operation Elevate at nicktahacafe.ticketbud.com and use the code GAYBROCK for a discounted registration fee. Who likes? Who doesn't like a discount? Again, register for Operation Elevate at nicktahacafe.ticketbud.com and use the code GAYBROCK at, re- at checkout for a discounted registration fee. Come on, man. You know you want to get this. You, you want to hook up your 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 wife or your mom with some awesome style and get them on the right path for success. Do the right thing. Register. Thanks. So now I started to think about like, well, do those same things, does training and practice, does that apply to my military skill sets as well? And I think they do. So the training really comes through education stuff, right? So my school going on now, but you think about like in the very beginning, it's first telling you basic kind of things, right? Your initial training. So how to become an officer? What are the, the um, uh, how does the, the military rank and structure work? Those kind of the customs and courtesies, some of the history stuff. It's very foundational, but entry level um, uh, concepts because those things are important at that point in time. And then as you progress through your career, you start getting more training and more skill sets. So um, for the enlisted uh, force, it's pretty easy. You can see three, five, seven skill levels, right? There's there's a thing. Even your rank is is a a different um, uh, method of showing your progression in training because you have to demonstrate all of those kind of skills and you've learned everything and that's how you qualify there. And so training is practical experience. understanding that you're probably going into a safer environment to learn a concept and then you'll get some practice reps, right? You'll be able to understand and educate yourself for some of the foundational stuff and then making sure that you just kind of keep on building on top of that every, every single time. It's just like very similar to when you do a, um, a, a long squat cycle, the benefit is from doing the entire squat cycle. You can't just jump to week seven or eight and expect to get benefits. It, it's foundational. It keeps on building on top of each other. So you have to start at week one. And, and follow through. The other side, so all the and, and military side, we get all that training. So that's pretty straightforward. The other piece that's are arguably a little bit more important, not more important, but just as important is the exercise of it, right? And so like during military training exercises, this is where you're supposed to be, this is where you get to practice putting those trainings and those, those newly learned skill sets 
to use. So let's try and figure out how this works. How does my assign function, can I do the job I'm supposed to be doing? You get evaluated, um, especially in exercises, you're gonna get like some kind of ranking score, whatever it is, but our, most of the time is going to be, it's a test if you get tested. So I just took a test and I'm pretty sure I passed. And so that's that, can you demonstrate, not only are you learning something, you actually have to demonstrate it. Uh, this was through the, the written word kind of thing piece, but you have to just, you can't just say, I know all these things. You actually have to apply it and understand it. And demonstrating that understanding is usually best through action, okay? And so that's like the practice on the physical side, right? It's, it's my, my brain understanding like, okay, I, I just learned all these things, but let me put these into action. Can I coordinate and combine all of these skill sets that I've learned to be a good officer? Can I learn how to be, understand my job as a cyberspace operations officer and then combine it with planning, combining it with leadership, combining it with people skills, combining it with communication. How would I get all those different skill sets and apply them because I learn them differently, but I have to, the power comes through that combination to make sure I'm being a good leader. And I only get that through exercise. So the more and more um, exposure you get to try and practice these things out there, you're gonna get them day to day going to work but then you have to take advantage of those educational uh, pieces to where maybe you you relearn something maybe you forgot back in the day. Maybe you just gotta reintroduce yourself like, oh yeah, I forgot about these foundations that I learned when I was a captain or something like that. They still apply now, they're good concepts, but how do I relook at those concepts now that I'm in a different place in my life? Same thing, um, uh, it, it applies, <laughs> I, I always think about like, 41-year-old Gabe cannot do the same physical stuff that young 25-year-old Gabe used to do, right? I used to be able to run like sub six-minute miles without really thinking about it. I can't do that anymore, but I definitely can snatch what I did from like five, seven years ago. So it's just like one of those kind of things of where are you at right now? Reevaluate some of your core foundations and then re and to make sure these are the things you have to be able to perform well because those are just foundational stuff. And so I'm looking forward to just figuring out uh, this is where I'm really trying to dive into the education piece because I want to relearn re potentially and learn some new skill sets and new perspectives. So when I go back to work, I can actually be an even better officer, right? I'm working in a joint environment. I should take these joint concepts and apply them. That's the reason why I got picked to go through the school. And so it's not just about just kind of learning things and being book nerdy academia. I have to, it doesn't mean anything. Just like reading a bunch of men's health magazines or fitness stuff online is not gonna mean shit if you don't actually do those things out there. And you have to try it. You have to understand the, that, that trial and error of, of trying to do things and seeing the things that work and don't work for you. Those are all important things to help you become a better leader. So I, I don't know if it's a clean parallel. I don't even think about, I, I tend to think about my, my podcast episodes maybe for like a week or so. I took a good like 12 hours to think about this because sometimes it's just kind of fire and forget. And I think it's, um, as I talk through it all, I, I have a better understanding of what I wanted to say. So your fitness skills and your military skills. I think there's definitely gonna be some parallels between that, right? It's the whole training and exercising, learning some concepts, and it's a cycle. Learning some concepts, all right, cool. I understand how this is going to work. You practice it on your own, uh, maybe with a coach or a, a mentor leader, and then you're gonna be expected to be like, all right, cool, so let's see you try and do it out in the real world. All right, cool, I do this in class, I do this at work, and I can see it there. And then when it comes to game time, when it comes to a actual competition, and it comes to an actual, you're you know, on the front lines or you're leading an operation, are you gonna be able to use those skill sets you used in practice and apply them to game time 
And arguably, the people who have those kind of right mindsets can accomplish it on both. Um, it takes a lot of hard work and you're gonna always have to be going back. It's a cycle, so you will understand that you're gonna have to go back and learn and tighten up a couple things, but that's just the nature of the game. There's got probably some new concepts and new ways that you can go about doing things to help you be more efficient. And your goals and your perspective are just gonna be different because you're gonna you know, uh, keep on going through life and you're gonna have different goals and objectives you wanna achieve or that are expected of you to achieve. So you gotta stay flexible, gotta be agile about that, but like those core principles of training and exercising, I think for your skill sets, remain true throughout uh, your cycle as a leader. So there you go. That's what the, this week's going to be about. I'm probably going to, actually this afternoon, I need to take Benjamin to soccer practice because he needs to practice that because he's applying all of his soccer skills and his lack of physical fitness this Sunday at his first soccer game. I can say that to his face because he's doing okay, but he's he probably could be better, but he's enjoying soccer and I like taking him outside for an hour. I can see some sunlight. So guys, take care of yourselves and I'll talk to you again next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Constant Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at, at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future. Define the future.